Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. My name is Jerry Jimenez. Welcome. Welcome in. I love this song. What's up, Drew? What's happening? What are you doing? Over here in the corner with a light. And just another week down in 2021. So. Hey, but speak louder so we can all hear you. Not just... Like to, I like to be quiet. This is my ASMR episode. Shout out to your wife who's letting us record. She actually doesn't know you're recording right now. So we're just going to keep it really low. Welcome everybody to episode 24. Uh, we have two guests today, Drew and I. Um, we have Steve in Phoenix. What's up, Steve in Phoenix? Welcome, uh, welcome live to the Loyal Locals podcast. How are you, sir? Uh, 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 first time caller, long time listener. Uh, <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> no, this is uh, yeah. I'm I'm uh, happy to be on uh, again this week. Um, I am in Phoenix for work, my first work trip of 2021, and my first work trip since 2019. Um, I was a frequent work um, traveler, and uh, the pandemic also obviously halted that. I had put it off as long as I possibly could, but um, work is work, so I wore my mask this morning. I did everything I could um, to be safe, and now I'm in my hotel room recording this podcast. So, listen, here we dude, are. like eat that, eat that for sure. And by the way, uh, for those of you that don't know, which you should know this, uh, happy birthday to your baby boy! By the way, one year oh, old happy recently. Yesterday, yes. Happy and I just I have cannot to, believe it's been a year. I know it's, it's unbelievable. I think all of us are like, why? How did this happen? That the year just went by. But here's the thing: you thought you were gonna go. To Arizona and be like, yes, I'm gonna get away from the kid. I'm gonna get to sleep. And here we are, keeping your ass up awake, like super late. But uh, it's what we do for all of you that are listening. Ah, oh, this is fun. Well, no, we're, I'm excited, man. Today's is a great day. Um, we were gonna have some famous people on, but you know what? We decided, hey, let's just go to the bottom of the barrel, scrape it up, see what we can find. Finally, somebody said yes. Um, it, at first, they didn't want to come on. It wasn't like something that was really. You know, like never. Th th this person really like was like, nah, I don't want to come on this show. Um, but for the first time ever on this show, and probably not going to be the last because of uh, you know how much how much crap we give him. But uh, Mister Tom Blick, hey, welcome, how's it sir. Going? Long time listener, first time caller. Long time <laughs> welcome, come on down to the uh, Loyal Locos podcast. We're excited to have you. It's great to be here. Really had to dig deep for that for that one person. Oh man, no, I'm just joking, man. Dude, we've been trying to get you on, trying to make it work. Today was like super last minute, and we're like, hey, should we? I kind of feel what? bad, you know. We're all like, hey, it's just gonna be the three of us doing this. We should probably see if Tom is awake. And so what's funny is I'm probably <laughs> the easiest to schedule since I don't have a job. Ah, well. Oh, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I'm going to call to the bullpen. I sent you a GIF. I was like, hey, you man, did. We need you did. To, we yeah. need to, we added you. Warming up. You're always there. He's always waiting <laughs> in the bullpen. He's just been like, yo, coach, put me in. So I'm ready to go. We are picking like, back up. Our... I was like, We're going right now. Yeah. yeah. We're <laughs> picking back up our tour of leadership. We had um, Kim and Jason and Eileen on before um, Tom now this episode and we are going to continue that because we want our listeners uh to get to know the rest of leadership so mr blake you are our director of stadium operations mm -hmm. um obviously your role in 2020 was um uh safe to say um 
put on hold. I'll, I'll put it that way. So, yeah. um, you know, here we are and uh, looking forward to 2021. And I'm super stoked for what is hopefully to come. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. two games under my belt. Yep, best two games of my life. You're like a pro at this point. Exactly. <laughs> we have a, exactly. It, that's that. You know, the weird thing is like we again, and we say this over and over, and we're so ready to just keep this going, but it, it's we're all still learning. So it's going to be really cool to see what we can accomplish still, um, even after those two games. I mean, you did such a fantastic job. So uh, obviously, kudos to you. And we're going to kind of jump into uh, a little bit of of what you do and what your position within the locals uh you know uh, leadership is uh we're probably going to touch a little bit on some of the players that we got because we haven't really talked about that too much we've had a few guests and we talked a little bit but we'll jump into some some of that um, and then just get to know you man we're not really like super organized on this one but uh, somehow, even when we come at this not organized, Steve manages to put together a spreadsheet for us like last minute. As we're talking, he's like, oh, Jen. So if you hear like tippity-tappity in the background, that's Only Steve. Only two charts this time. Yeah, <laughs> Steve and Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you guys are trying to trash me, but I just I absorb this energy because this is so me. <laughs> <laughs> we trash it because we, we're saying it's amazing. It's like it's like we're saying you're somehow always prepared with a doc. We yeah. were like we we didn't even know till we were recording five minutes ago, and it's like he had just an emergency doc. True. <laughs> I was like, he's like, yeah, I'm typing it into the doc. I was like, what document? I, I sent it to you. I emailed it to you. Sure enough, there it was. In your email this whole time, Jerry. Uh, Didn't you know we? Were, I knew we were going to record yesterday before we even knew. Hey, yeah. Tom, we kind of Tom, we caught you a little bit off guard, obviously. But yeah, do you know a little bit of uh, what we do in the beginning of the show? Are you drinking something? Are you sipping on something? Uh, seeing as it is a Tuesday, eleven thirty, and I have no beer. No. Oh. All right. Well, we're gonna drink some I, for you. It's an oversight. We'll have to rectify that. I'll, I'll remember for the next time i get on in two years <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try to remember uh steve okay. what are you what are you having <laughs> steven phoenix so on my way home from work i stopped by santan brewing and i picked up a crowler of their moon juice ipa very good yeah very wow. good we have, high, we have high standards in in san diego and um i have been traveling to phoenix for the last four ish years on and off for work and uh, they're one of the better breweries that i've been to Especially, uh, you know, IPAs. We're super yeah. picky about those. So cool for you to say cool. that. Yep, pretty right. good. Gonna have to try. I'd that say one like out. six and a half out of ten, something like that. Ooh, pretty good. Wow, I've never wow. had an IPA that, that didn't taste like gutter water. Wow. Mm. wow. I need to get. I need to get that drop on the board, dude. Wow, Drew, what are you drinking? I went to Steve's fridge since he wasn't home and stole some pizza port. So nice. uh, I stole some uh, taste for adventure out of uh, Steve's backyard. <sighs> great great it's can uh kind of evoke some locals uh loyal kind of emotions on the can here but oh, just sure. beautiful can art as usual and just great uh, solid ipa from those guys it's the ipa kings ipa factory over there yeah you know one stuff. thing that's funny is that every time that i seem to go and try to pick something new out for whatever reason there's a new beer with uh loyal colors now like everywhere yeah. always like it's everywhere. weird it's the colors of the season i'm having We're a uh, yeah, dude, I'm having a Nitro Imperial Sour L with strawberries, cream, vanilla, and milk sugar from uh, our buddies over at Creative Creature. Ooh, so shout yeah. out to them. By the way, oh, yeah. oh, uh, by the way, uh, we may we may be adding them to our uh, to our beer lineup. 
just see it. Pretty Ooh. exciting. Yeah, what is our beer lineup currently, Jerry. They are yeah, in. Like, they're they're pretty much in. I uh, just need to figure out some details. But uh, creative creature, welcome to the family, guys. No, but yeah. they um this one's an eight percent sour, so it's amazing. By the way, super good. Cheers. Oh, I was just saying, what's our beer lineup currently, Jerry? Cheers. Oh yeah. Uh, we have Three Punk Else, we have uh, Thorn, and we have Second Chance, and we're adding a Creative Creature and working on a couple of, of more breweries to add to our uh, kind of the membership uh, deals that you get, right? When you are a member of the locals, you get uh, exclusive deals at certain breweries that are our partners. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see what we can do for the 2021. If you haven't been taking advantage of that and you're members, uh, I don't know what you're doing, but y'all should be drinking at these breweries. And just support local in general. So, oh yeah, uh, what what we make, we, love stuff. we may come we back to this, but while we're on memberships, we are talking internal to everybody listening, looking for information. We are talking things will be you know more public in the next couple of weeks regarding memberships. We're trying to kind of figure out how this season's going to work out. You know, it, it's very hard. Um, last year when we released memberships, it was pretty easy to promise things that we were going to deliver on. But this year there's so much uncertainty that it's very hard for us to be like, yeah, you're going to get this, these and that, and you're going to do these events because we just have no clue how things are going to go. Right. Like it's so hard to predict. So we don't want to, we don't want to promise things that we can't deliver on, but we also don't want to undersell what, what being a member of the locals means. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to kind of play that internally, have talks and then, um, uh, try to ride that fence properly and come out with some something in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned. Um, I've said that for the last couple weeks, but uh, things are uh, still up in the air a little bit. So we're hoping it's to exciting. have some permission soon. It's an exciting time. It's kind of different, right? Last yeah. year was very much, hey, we know what membership looks like because here's what a season normally looks like and what normally supporters groups look like. So it's just trying to ride that wave of what what is the supporters group in 2021 and when we're going to start possibly a little bit different, even if we can be in the stands, it will be very different. It seems like, and we'll talk about that with Tom in a little bit possibly, and just kind of kick around some stuff, but uh, yeah, it's an exciting time. So any ideas or anything, any ways you think that we can engage you, just let us know moving forward. But as Steve said, we'll have more coming out on that and uh, just always, you know, get in our ear and let us know what you want to see. That's what we're here for. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree with that. Uh, so yeah, no, perfectly said, and we don't need to touch on that later. So uh, check that off of our doc. Perfect, uh, <laughs> Tom. Let's let's jump into it, man. I kind of want to get to know you a little bit more. the The sport of soccer. I always like hearing kind of like when your first memory and you you know your first kind of contact with the the sport itself. When that happened, do you remember? And, and what, what was, I was it? I was a child grade school i don't remember what age uh i remember playing in like the micro division no goalies no basically no rules everyone was just farting around kicking the ball doing whatever uh played it a little bit growing up played it in uh in grade school at our lady of grace up until about sixth grade was my last year of that because the coach i had in fifth grade absolutely sucked didn't know what he was doing i just didn't want to play for him uh played one year of club that sucked as well because the team sucked um but i took some years off going into college i was the president of the club soccer team de facto uh just went in said hey what do i have to do because the old one started it all got everything set up and then just promptly quit so i just went in and said hey what do i do and he, uh club sports director said this 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 i said i'll think about it and that somehow turned into me doing it even though i never said yes 
so I did that for two years. One of one of the greatest things I did in college, and then just been playing beer league indoor soccer since then, and watching Everton put me through depression. So you're an Everton fan? Uh, yeah. How did that? that how did that come to be? So uh, I, was in, I was still in college. I tweeted out that I was looking for a team to support in the EPL. Oh, uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't tweet that. I'm looking for a team for in the EPL. All of a sudden, you just probably got attacked, is what I'm assuming. <laughs> it, was, it was like two or three of my friends tweeted back. Um, oh, I told myself that. internally I wasn't going to do a big six because everybody out here does does the United, the cities, all of them. So I was like, that's off the table. I don't care what else. Uh, one of my buddies from, uh, from St. Augustine said, hey, check out Everton. You might like the way they play. Checked out their their uh, their roster and great American goalie, Tim Howard, between the pipes. I'm like, that's the team. That, so, that was the team. I can't let that go before we move on back to soccer. Um, I did not know you went to Saints. Yeah. I, uh, I went to uni slash cathedral. I think we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think it's been mentioned before. Uh, there's a, uni. there's a reason why yeah. Tom hasn't been on the show. I'm Manchester. I knew there was something. No, I mean, friendly rivalry back in the day, but, um, I did not know that. So I'm learning stuff here live on this podcast. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Cool. I would, makes I would a lot of sense. I see the crew. I see the crew you roll with now. Yeah, that makes the, this this all is coming together here. I go with Jerry. Sorry. I, oh no, I was gonna, I was just going to say that uh, you know, Everton is is, I think just the EPO in general. It's it's tough to like pick a team, and then once you pick it, you're just like oh, this is who I'm with forever and ever. And like through the yeah. the you know tough times and good times, I think uh, Everton, regardless, is a, is a fun team to to follow. Um, but I agree with you. I think uh, the way that I came into Menu was because of friends too, um, because my best friend. That's pretty much the team, and there was a lot of connections with like, um, you know, Chicharito joining and and that sort of thing. So it's, you you know, it's like he came from Guadalajara into uh, the EPL and 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 all of that. So I think it kind of it, it leads you in a certain direction. So it's funny, just like everybody's story is so different. So thank you for sharing, man. That's pretty cool. I think that's totally my case too with friends is that even with Spurs, there was some personal connections, but it was really having that one or two friends that you knew you could get up at, you know, four or five in the morning with and be able to watch a game with. And they were actually going to yeah. stick it out, even if it was AVB Spurs, where it was just horrendous to watch post bail. And you're just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what is this? Like, Neverton's had phases like that too, where you're like, where are we? What are we doing? Um, and so it's, it's hard when you have one of those clubs that are, you know, kind of on that bubble that are trying to, reach for greatness and, and sometimes get there, but it's that fall is pretty hard. So it is that consistency of having that group and having that kind of stick through itiveness. So is there like a click in moment with Everton where you felt like it just kind of ascended for you in terms of fanship or was it just kind of uh, gradual of kind of like watching games every season and getting into it? It was, it was just watching games. I followed them a little bit. I never watched games um, until I came back from school and they were in Euro in Europa league. That was yeah. the 2017-18 season so that's when i actually sat down dedicated myself get to know the players get to know the team and there's there's a motto that a lot of supporters have that everton supporters are born not manufactured and it 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 feels that way like i couldn't see myself going for any other team it just it feels right yeah 
It's yeah, you're, I mean, stu- you're stuck in it for better or worse. You're, you're just yeah. there and it is who you are and you're, you are that person for sure. Steve, sorry. Yeah. And I mean, I was going to say like, I, I I'm waiting for that kind of pull. Like I don't have an EPL team. I watch every Saturday. I watch every Sunday, you know, I watch all the matches for the, love of the sport, but I, re- I kind of refuse to like pick a team objectively. I'm kind of waiting for that, like somebody to grab me in a different way because I refuse to pick like, I'll grab you in a different way. Steve. I love the way Liverpool play, but, the second that Mohamed Salah or Sadio Mane leave the club, like what, what next? Like, you know what I mean? What stuck to me so much is like one of my good friends, Paul Marshall, who I've known through the outlaws and for years now, you know, five, six, seven years now, he went to Europe and he went to all those stadiums because he was like me. I mean, he didn't have a club and he's like, I want to support somebody. And he spent the time and the money and he went to, he did like a big tour of England and he, he's a West Ham fan now because he went to, the Olympic stadium and he went to a game and he fell in love with the culture and the atmosphere and the supporters. And they, they grabbed his attention and they grabbed his heart. And like, that's what I want. I, I refuse to be like, yeah, I'm a Spurs fan because I like the way Sun Hung Min plays like, I, or I'm a Man U fan because I love Bruno Fernandez. Like those are great players, but those are temporary pieces of a club. You know what I mean? Like right. and that's what I love so much about bringing it back to San Diego loyal. Like they represent San Diego and what they've done off the field. Um, not to mention, you know, like, like I said, they, they represent my city that I grew up in. I, 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 I'm so happy that we have a club now. So oh, the yeah. threads are real there, right? So like the threads for all of us feel real to our clubs at this point, because we've, right. you know, created that we've woven those threads into us as Tom was saying, and, and it feels right. But I think that for you, it's almost overexposed at this point to where there's like too much exposure. Yeah, that's a good point. EPL, where it's like, it used well, to be, Hey, I only like when Jerry started uh, watching United, that was one of the clubs that sure. you could watch really like a lot of yeah. was united and for me it was a lot of with spurs was hey once they were in champions league it became a lot easier to follow for sure and that definitely upticked my interest was being able as tom was saying watching them in europa it's really hard to get your team's games until about 17 18 and now you can watch almost every single game you know if you have the NBC or the peacock i guess at this point um you know so it is one of those things where exposure is a big part of that so for anybody looking for a club it is hard to to find those same sort of you know click-ins because you can feel like hey i'm almost um, you know, picking on reasons that I feel connected, but it's not really there. Whereas when you know, you'll know. And it is one of those things where like the wand chooses the wizard for sure, where it's like, hey, this makes sense. As Steve said, sometimes it takes going there. Sometimes it takes um, just clicking in, finding the right coach who says the right thing, and then kind of following that story or following a certain player and then really growing into that mystique and reading more about the club. And We're not even 20 minutes in and Drew's already throwing like Harry Potter into the conversation. <laughs> yeah, there you go, bro. I, I just, I just want to add on to what Drew said. Uh, Tim Howard is one of my favorite, was one of my favorite U.S. men's national team players. Sure. So picking Everton, yeah, 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 that's it's like, well, he just came off this stellar performance against Belgium. He plays for Everton. This is this yeah. just makes perfect sense. So I just anybody looking for a team, follow your favorite player, follow that team a little bit more than others, and you might just find that team. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying Swan, Steve, write them up. Get with Carl. <laughs> ride the Swans up. I do have there a pretty cool. I do have a pretty cool Spurs story um, from Australia, but I'll save that for another time. I want. I want to add to this. I want to add to this a little bit because uh, my motto, one of my mottos, I should say, I have a, a whole lot. I'm writing a book, uh, but one of them, when it comes to supporter culture, is that players come and go, but supporters will be there forever and ever. We will never change. And so you do need to feel like the club fits you. So I think that might be a good way to start, Tom. But I definitely wouldn't be, just like Steve said, it wouldn't be something that 
keeps you there it's it's the feel yeah. just like you said with with everton it just feels right and when you said that it's like okay this guy is for sure the everton was meant to be your team and i think uh, that's the mentality that you all have to have it, especially for something like this uh you know like as young as san diego loyal where yes there's some fantastic players and you might be like oh landon donovan i followed him so this is why i'm going to support loyal well coaches come and go too so keep that in mind like players come and go we will be around forever so as long as you feel like you're home This is your home, and hopefully that's how you feel. And, and, and talking about that, we haven't really had a chance to dive into players too much. Uh, and I want to ask you, Tom, as far as players go... Oh, Steve, do you have something to say? I was going to say, before we get into players, I'd like to hear kind of the story of how you came into this role specifically, Tom. Like, how did you get in contact oh, yeah. with locals, with Loyal? Like, yeah. So, I was talking with, uh, with Chris Garcia... I forget exactly how it came about. I think he was at the uh, EPL holiday party down at the Harp, where uh, where the locals had had a little bit of presence there to build up some goodwill. Um, so I just he sent me a picture. I said, "Hey, how do I get involved? Even if leadership's probably filled up, I just want to be involved with this. Help me get off the ground." Uh, he said, "Well, they have one spot open. I'll get you in contact with with Steve." Um, and Steve and I had had prior contact before over the summer. Uh, during the women's world cup um down at petco and down at uh over at o'brien's um so i just we started messaging he said hey we got director of stadium operations i said well i want to do that here's my credentials i work for the for the goals and operations i've done different operations stuff in college and i want to be in sports so let's let's do this yeah so then how did yeah, it feel perfect. like i mean obviously you know then it came about you 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 know, it, yeah. Number one, when we had that role open, and you came, you came in contact with me, and you kind of gave me your resume, like, you know, yeah, I do this for the goals. I'm like, oh well, that's a. There's some qualifications there. Number one, you know, you you were fit. I knew you from the World Cup in the summer, um, that magical Sunday where we had the Women's World Cup. That was like a world one day. At like 6 a.m. and then and then um, we had the the Gold Cup final that night uh, that was an epic day but yeah. yeah i mean that was a natural fit and it just really really worked out so i'm super stoked you were you, you know it came about um you told me about him steve and i was like that's not real we were like right. oh we need a person who has this experience and like jerry had always told us you know put the feelers out and people will show up and come and so jerry was right. always a believer in this and i was always like where are the people going to come from we need to find more people so yeah tom is just one of those people who's You put the feelers out, you talk to the right people, you're in the right, you know, circles and, and the right people by talking to friends of friends and saying, hey, this is, you know, who who we're looking for. You find the right person who is, you know, qualified, not only in having sports operations experience, but also somebody who has the right heart for the sport and kind of exactly. supporters culture. So it was pretty cool to, to have that kind of click in. And so, yeah, man, it's it's been fun to watch you kind of wrap your brain around Uh, dealing with what a professional club looks like and how they want to interface with us as a, you know, kind of volunteer, you know, yeah. in terms of like this time is... and, and effort and all that kind of stuff has been uh, fun. But it's yeah, it's been uh, pretty cool to have you, you know, be the person leading that. So totally. Yeah. And this has just been all uh, with every everybody in leadership. It's just been all new. I'm not used to being the guy in charge. I'm more of a follower. Let's get this done. But now I'm just like, charge of it is just it's helping me it's letting me grow into it yeah totally. that's rad and i think one thing that one thing that you could maybe offer a unique perspective on i think we've all talked about it in our own sense is like 
And we keep living vicariously through that March 7th batch, but how rad was it to kind of show up early, have early entry, help set up the TIFO, help set up the flags? Like, can I hear your experience from, from kind of, your, you know, your eyes? Yeah, it was, it was humbling in a, in a way. Like we put in, you guys, you guys have put in way more work prior to me joining. So I just had, to, I had a small taste of it. It's a village, man. It's a village. Yeah. Um, and just watching it go from starting the tailgate, getting that set up, people rolling in, getting the section set up with uh, with everybody, even though I couldn't be there to get the TIFO in, which I really wanted to do. Um, but being there, rolling it out pregame, making sure it wasn't shaking, even though people don't listen. Yeah. Um, don't shake the TIFO. Yeah. <laughs> but just seeing it all just happen, it was something else. Because... Obviously, being here, you can't do that unless you fly over to 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 England or wherever your your team is. Right. And just seeing it all happen, everybody just singing their hearts out, drunk, half drunk, sober, whatever, losing their voices. I wasn't even drinking, man. I don't know what you're talking. About. All right, all right. <laughs> we don't drink. No, this this is a good Christian podcast. <laughs> um, but just Should everybody's everybody's singing all ninety, getting to know more people, building friendships building relationships it just, it's just it's something else you know one of the crazy things and anybody that has gone through what we're going through now and in, in building a supporter group and building a culture together uh it, it's you know drew said yeah jerry always believed that you know every you know you just put out feelers and somebody will come you told us that i don't know if you believe well that's what i was about that's where i'm headed with this is i would say you know just just build it and they'll come and in the background it was like i, I hope they come and <laughs> then right. and you know what's crazy is with the locals we've been so blessed you know being a, a christian podcast that we are uh no we we've just been super lucky because the people that we've managed to uh, somehow get in contact with that that got involved that wanted to get involved that's the other cool thing is there people that want to be a part of this all fit in perfect like the experience that comes from a lot of these people you would hope that maybe we're gonna have somebody that has you know dealt with merch before hopefully we'll get somebody that has dealt with operations in in the stadium setting before hopefully we'll find people that know accounting hopefully we'll know people and all of a sudden, all, all of us got together and it was like, you know, assemble and everybody just fit into their position. It was ridiculous. This doesn't happen. It's just been only in it, Avengers it, movies, only in Avengers right. movies. And even yeah. then, sometimes it doesn't quite work out. And I think it's working out here pretty well. So we're lucky to have you, Tom. And, and that experience is just it's so cool. And you're saying you weren't used to leading, but you did such a good job. I can't wait to see where you take, you know, where you take it next. I think we're all just really, really lucky and excited to see that. But going back to what you just said too, is having it locally, right? You usually would dream like, unless you fly somewhere to go and do it. And we want to bring that here. And it's just, it's so cool. It just, it's cool to hear that from somebody else. Cause it's something that's always playing in our heads, uh, in my head specifically. And just like man, this is it's crazy that we're making this happen the way the way it's happening yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean we've always here in san diego growing up like we've always watched other cities soccer cultures flourish right and we've never had that opportunity here and that's what we're trying to work so hard on you know yeah but before we move on to players and i, I this is my second before we move on thing um having gotten to know you through the summer of 2018 with the women's world cup 
I know you meeting Landon was a pretty cool experience for you. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit too? Yeah. So he's the first World Cup I remember watching was, I believe, the Germany World Cup. Um, and it was, that was, oh, USA is playing, go USA, support my country. After that, radio silence until the next cycle. Uh, then, 20 the the south african world cup happened and that's that's what set it in motion the cardiac kids that freak bounce on robert green from dempsey to tie it uh that insane comeback disallowed goal from landon i believe it knows bradley i was anyway and then that game against algeria i remember exactly where i was when landon streaked down the field scored that that winner that tap in and just yeah. everybody going nuts so from then on he just was like okay well he's the face he's doing all this he's my favorite player he's doing everything and then at at the world cup games just meeting him shaking his hand just telling him hey your goal against algeria sent me down this rabbit hole i can't thank you enough for it it was, it was just one of the best experience i've ever had yeah, I mean, like I, yeah. listening. Go ahead, Drew. Please, I talked. Oh, you. I was gonna say, I remember the carpet, like the feel of the shag carpet in the room that I, in the apartment that I was living in in Milwaukee oh, at the time weird. during that World Cup. Like that's that's like how visceral that experience was for a lot of us, right? <laughs> that it was this like tap in moment, and for those of us who had cared about soccer, it was ratifying, right? It was like holy shit, this thing that I'm like telling everybody who's like, oh, soccer is not a real sport, blah blah blah. Like it's worth my like I'm right, like I'm totally right, like. Yeah. That, that's what it felt like or the people who are just like oh this thing is it's it's you know it's real it's like you could feel the moment and how it related to people and just that electricity and if you understood it and like you could see it in that moment so you were again to bring it back to harry potter you could see the magic <laughs> at that point and you were the muggles right <laughs> the people who don't care about soccer are like oh magic uh, platform 23 and three quarter whatever you know like they, they don't see the platform right right you can Put all the fail noises you want, but it's a pretty wow. good analogy. But yeah, it's like that's to me. That's really like <laughs> what's what's pretty incredible about this is the like the community part of that in terms of um, you know having that accessibility to somebody who has created that kind of magic for us and, and vows to do that locally, which is pretty cool. And so I mean that's that that magnetism is pretty cool to have that full bookend of hey, the person who sent me down this rabbit hole, who's now coaching my team. And we said managers come and go, but it's a, it's a nice kind of segue to, um, you know, kind of how does that how does that inspire? I guess, um, you know, what what do you feel like we should do in stadium? I guess moving forward in an ideal setting because we'll talk maybe a little bit about what um, you know we'll have to do. But in yeah. an ideal setting, like what's what as stadium ops guy, what what is your um, ideal you know locals game look like uh, with a, let's pretend we're in a COVID bubble where you know we question. can do what we want. I guess I love that yeah. free reign. I'm we're we're there we have no voice by the 10th minute like we're we're singing we're we're drunk and happy and just cheering on our boys um but it's i i couldn't tell you because that's just it's everything's just so different yeah 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 <laughs> i mean like yeah we're, we're like yeah. yeah i would i mean we there's nothing else to say right like, I mean, it's just no, it's, it's, yeah, like the role, the role that you you know initially signed up for, and the one you wanted is just—it's it, so different now, right? Like, 
everybody, you know, the goal was a packed section and everybody singing together in one voice, shoulder to shoulder, you know, drums and flags. Like, and, and even when we come back this year, even if we start the season at 15% or 25% or 30%, like whatever capacity actually is capable, like it's not going to be what everybody had in mind when we were building this in, you know, November, October, yeah. 2019, like it's going to be another season, maybe the end of this season until we really, really get that back. Maybe, but we just, it's who knows, right? Like, so how do we deal with that in a pandemic? You know, masks. Okay, cool. But social distancing. Okay, cool. But then it's just, it, it's such a different, like, I, I just don't know what to expect. So like, yeah, to summarize, like. we don't know if we're going to be able to march. We don't know if we're going to be able right. to have any pregame. We don't know if we're going to be able to, you know, like all these things that are just, you know, staples of the experience, you know, that we've had thus far, the couple games, plus just the projection of the experience. I think we all wish for, right. um, to me, it's, it is really hard, Tom. So I would say kudos to you for just kind of navigating and dealing with um, being, you know, not on the, I wouldn't say on the bench, but definitely kind of having your wishes and wants uh, put to the, put it somewhat to the side as we all kind of try and figure it out. So I appreciate you uh, being there, but um, in terms of maybe things we can do to involve people, um, you know, I know that you've been instrumental in, in helping uh, at least get some chatter going or at least being in, into the discord as well and having some some help there. And Jerry's got some ideas with our YouTube that maybe he'll dole out later. But um, there's there's ways of getting people an experience here. And I think that hopefully we can extend uh, some of what your your kindness and I think just your general raw energy when you're working with people to uh, some of those avenues as well. So that's where we're hoping, again, as a group to not just look at this year and say, hey, let's try and do it the way we want to do it, but let's adapt a little bit. And Tom has been a huge part of that. Whenever I've said, hey, man, let's do this different thing. He's like, hey, let's jump on it and, and get in there. So is there anything that surprised you in terms of stuff that you've taken on or stuff that you've looked at and said, hey, here's an area for for stuff we could do as a supporters group that you just have the open floor right now to throw out in front of us on the podcast here. No. So at, at one point I was thinking we should get like a discord going and then lo and behold, we have a discord. So <laughs> you can thank Kyle have, for that. Yeah. So I think I just have to think of things and it just happens. Put it onto so. the universe and it will come. Right. Yeah. Um, build but it I just, it I've, I've just prided myself on being a Jack of all trades. You know, yeah. I've, like I said, never been that leader. But if you ask me to do something, I'm I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to do it for you. Uh, so for sure. now being able to lead it is just amazing. So anything you ask me to, I'm going to do it for you guys. Yeah, within reason. So I'm just telling you guys, anybody out there who wants to bring stuff <laughs> within, to the game, you know, reason. do do a flag, do a thing, do a sign. You know, Tom is there to work yeah. with you, and yeah. you can hear it. He's he's just there to figure it out and make it work for you. Yeah, which is what I love about Tom. Jerry, do you have uh, anything to add on the stadium front? Uh, no, Steve. Can we talk about players now? Is that cool? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was great. No, that was that was really good. And I'd great. rather, yeah, no, I'd rather keep that conversation going uh, about uh, you know kind of what we're aiming to do in such a tough situation. Like, people keep hearing it, but here's the thing: yeah, is hard. we can we can literally just keep talking about that and and how like feel bad for ourselves, but don't do that. Like let's let's move forward yeah. with with what we do have and do what we can with what we have and, and what we have right now are some players coming back. So before we talk about really just the, the the new additions, I'm interested, Tom, is there any players coming back that you're excited to see? Obviously we're stoked on all of them, but is there maybe one or two that stick out of of the returning players for this season 
that oh, you're, you're stoked. Yeah, definitely. So as, as a goalie, you really want to have that good defensive line. So bringing Stoneman back, that's, that's a huge plus. Yeah. Um, and then midfielder defensive kind of role there, Morgan Hack, uh, Hackworth. I really like how he came on at the end of the season, came on strong, helped the boys out and just solidified it. Gave that, gave a little extra confidence out there. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I would, I would also say like not even on the field stuff, but right when the season ended, and I think we mentioned this a couple weeks ago that players, Instagrams is a place to be. Make sure you follow <laughs> these players on Instagram because after last season ended, Ricardo's um, like no, no, Morgan, no. Morgan Hackworth and Ben Spencer did like this epic road trip up the coast of California. And that was like so rad to see. And this whole time I was thinking like, man, how cool would it be if we got both those players back? Like they seem like such buddies that, you know, they met this year and now they're like road tripping and camping and, you know, tent, like how this is so rad. And then all of a sudden announced both players coming back. Um, I think there's a really camaraderie within the squad. And I love to see that kind of stuff. Like it's easy to say like, you know, players come and go and all this stuff because you know, ultimately it's a business and players make money and, and they're trying to provide for their families and their future. And they're going to take what they can to, you know, especially in sports where you, you, nothing's guaranteed. You can get injured in the next game you play and your career is never the same, but there's something about like these players wanted to come back. And I love seeing this, this kind of like, you know, in the off season, these players stayed in touch and r- right now they're training again, Instagram, they're training right now and formal training hasn't started. It hasn't like, yeah. we, but, but we, they want to, right? Not, they want to. It's it's like yeah, it's like getting into spring training before right, they, like they can help themselves. You, right? they're, they're, they're in town yeah. and they love it. Like Matt and Shannon both said they started. They're going to start training on our podcast two three weeks ago. They said, you know, they're going to start training in early March, and here they are starting training by themselves on their own because they care. They want to get better. So I love yeah. to see this kind of stuff. And that's going to rub off really well with all the supporters totally. and putting the work talking about, Hey, let's bring a championship here in, in year two. That's, and the new players, right? The new yeah. players we're bringing in. It, it's like, no, like, you know, we're going to put work in. There's, yeah, there's it's already established. Yeah. The bar is set versus right. entire, instead of having to set the bar like they did last year. Now it's already set to carry mm-hmm. it forward and build on, which is really cool. And Morgan's a great shout. He really feels like a San Diego guy. Uh, he's not, but he, he, like he had that feel, right? He looks like one, but let's, there is like a, like he could be a surf model for sure in another mm. career if he wanted to. Epic man. Like, for sure, like some surf brand is just waiting to sign him, right? Um, maybe us, right? We could be a surf hut in Imperial, Imperial Beach. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> but he's he just had that great work. I think you could see it come through, through and you just want to see more. And so that's what's exciting in year two is we're going to get a, get to see more of him in yeah. our in our shirt is what what i'm excited about for him for sure but keeper we have a keeper now so that's cool yeah finally yeah. it's not me it's not you no, or tony i tried my best dude my, I tried my best. so wait but here's the thing i heard that there's a couple of uh you know other goalkeepers i mean we kind of need more than just trey muse i mean he's great don't get me wrong he looks like we need two or three he looks like an octopus back there and it's crazy if you yeah. haven't seen some of his uh kraken if videos. you will Kraken. Oh, all right. Kraken. Right. Tacoma FC's uh, short-lived uh, logo. Uh, hashtag not good enough for Tacoma. Or no, good, uh, too good for Tacoma. Good That's for what it Tacoma. is. Hashtag is too good for Tacoma. <laughs> That's what it is. Shout out to the our buddies over at the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Uh, but That was t- a pretty good one. Tom, do you have any player that is coming in? Like, let's pick one out of the five so far that have been announced. Is there one that sticks out that you're like, yes, this is... 
fantastic for for Loyal. Corey. Without a doubt, Corey. Yeah. Proven I agree. goal scorer. We were missing totally. that three quarter of the season when we brought in Barry and and Ruben and all the other guys. And just we have that now. Seeing his highlights, it's he's proven he's gonna do this for us. He's gonna he's gonna take us to that next level. Not only is he fantastic yeah. on the field, but off the field, you can tell that he's for the supporters and he's gonna be like hanging out with us. Like that's the kind of feel that I get yeah. from this guy. So I love his engagement. He's, yeah. He's yeah. unique. He's unique too. He's like, he's kind of a weird dude. As a weird dude myself. I appreciate that. <laughs> and another person like dude loves flaming Dr. Peppers. Like that's awesome. That's like a <laughs> random thing. It's like, yeah, but like, who is that guy? But it's like, that's the guy you want to hang out with. You're like, I'll do that for, for a few nights. Have fun. It's cool too, like, to know a, that it's good to know that the, yeah. the club itself was looking for, Sign, looking to sign Corey Herzog since last season, right? Uh, same thing with Jack exactly. Blake coming yeah. in as well. Can you know we have to mention uh, midfielder Jack Blake coming in? But this, the, so the club already had their eyes on these players and being able to sign them now because it didn't work out where they were, whatever it may be. You know, I think Corey Herzog in actually again shout out to unnamed uh, soccer podcast. He mentions that he knew he was coming for twenty twenty one to to San Diego. Like he just knew it. Um, and he knew that we were looking for him in in 2020 to, to be in uh, in a you know in a loyal jersey, but it just didn't work out. And he did say there's some drama. I won't get into it. Whatever, whatever that means. Regardless, you know Corey wants to be here, and you hear it, you see it. Now I just can't wait to see what what he brings. So I agree with you, man. Corey Herzog is going to be one of those that uh, still haven't gotten any word by the way about that trampoline, but we're. <laughs> hoping to hear back on that. We'll get Actually, there. Drew, can you tell can Blake, you tell that Blake story? Too. Oh, dude, you're gonna be involved oh, yeah. with the trampoline, Blake, because that's your you're gonna bring that in. Yeah. So, do you know so about a, that? We have an Can we bring that to Grandma's house or what? We've no. got an open trampoline on request at Ricardo's doorstep and an open kitty slide from Jack Blake. Steve oh, wrote a three page oh, yeah. document submission. Actually, I would. <laughs> there's there's angles of trampoline enjoying the, the breakdown of as long as you're not 350 pounds i'm sorry uh we we can probably make it work can we get a kiddie pool for the slide for those hot summer games when we score we can just you know slide right or in. like a i don't know tom can yeah, we like a, that's your job dude what are you talking about no, yeah. guys. no i gotta run it through the president <laughs> how many skate ramps you build you gotta get some get that get that in a slip and slide. There's your slide. Boom. Oh Perfect. Yeah. I'll get right on it. We we actually we can give you a title uh that was in one organization that I was a part of once that was a befitting title is which is fungineer. So your job <laughs> is to fungenate uh the fun. <laughs> uh even a word. But you are uh your stadium operations director, but also fungineer. Got it. All right. So, right. Yeah, gonna, your job is to engineer fun. That's going to be All on right. the board for next oh week. Oh, my gosh. Making a note. No, but you mentioned Grandma's house. So, yeah, we're obviously still playing at USC Stadium. Um, how stoked are you with the prospect of what Loyal has kind of promised? You know, Warren has been pretty public about making it happen that we're going to get our own soccer specific stadium. Like, what do you think about that? It's it's interesting knowing how this city totally. works. It, it took 300 years just to get Qualcomm torn down and Aztec Stadium to to get to go. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Warren's gonna put. I believe Warren's gonna put his money where his mouth is, and we're gonna get this done. We're we're gonna have a stadium. We're gonna have our own section. It's it's exciting. Yeah. 
You know, we can't we can't just go on real quick. We have to throw in Thomas Beck and ZV. Did I say that right? I don't know. Uh, Vacanzio. Maybe we said it like four episodes ago. So I'm gonna make sure you say it right. Yeah, well, I can edit this, so uh, whatever. <laughs> he, I'm not going to. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but uh, TV, uh, as uh, you know, I like to call him. Uh, he is a defender that's going to be fantastic for us because yes. we do have already a solid uh, backline, and he just solidifies it that much more. We have and, a literal stone man. Literal stone man. <laughs> literal stone man defense. And to add to that defense, we also added uh, Ebenezer Akon. And from what I've heard, this guy is nuts. Like, that's not a name that we know, uh, you know, too much of. But from what I have heard through the grapevine and coming from uh, Nate, actually, he mentioned that we have to we we have to look out for this guy because he's just so good. Uh, so, yeah, so those are our five additions, uh, again, of course, uh, with Trey Muse in the back. My understanding is we are going to get uh, uh, at least another goalkeeper. Uh, I can promise you guys that. Uh, we'll find out exactly who it is hopefully soon. Uh, and then maybe a third one. Uh, <laughs> we may or may not know that. And maybe some other players. Because if I d did the math properly, uh, we don't really have that many so far. So that's, uh, right. I think, 15. Yeah, you still need to, we're not at 18 yet. So you still need a few more to, to crack a you know, baker's dozen or whatever it is. But yeah, talking about the back line a little bit, I mean, everybody knows Sal started back line last year, and then he kind of didn't play that same role. Maybe some injuries, but he started playing kind of a, more as a winger. And yeah, I mean, he's a little bit older from the USL spectrum, but um, traditionally through his MLS career, he was more of a winger or wing back or a attacking fullback. Um, so him playing center back really surprised me to start last year. And in yeah. the last part of last season – he was kind of deployed on the right wing a little bit more. And I think he was much more effective. So I'm really hoping that these new signings in the back mean that we plan on playing Sal more in a midfield, you know, right midfield kind of a role going Before forward. Being. I think he's a lot to offer yeah. going forward. And I think um, he was kind of pigeonholed in the back. So I'm, I'm really, really hoping that Sal as the captain um, has a little more, uh, role in the offense like, when, he, when he got towards the opposition box at the end of the year that's when we were almost at our most dangerous to score yeah. it felt like just because he was able to have that final cross center that final path the touch he can give on a ball is still very impressive um you know for somebody it's just trying to get those spaces and have that that speed but when you're on the back line it's very difficult to do that so just tactically it makes a lot of sense to free him up and then you have somebody like Ebenezer who can come in and possibly even keep that back three while freeing Sal up to move forward so uh, very exciting, and and uh, my joke with Ebenezer is always something about the Christmas Carol. So I'll say he's very stingy with his uh, defense. Like, <laughs> uh, one th one thing that I did uh, notice he's not too, facing the Marley brothers. Go ahead, Jerry. They talk a lot about how you know they're looking at players that can play in different positions because they want to be versatile and they want to be able to change things up on the fly if they need to. Um, and a few of those signings are quite like that, according uh, to what I've heard uh, Nate Miller talk about. And, uh, you know, I think also Matt Hall mentioned it. They want to have some players that can play in different areas so that just in case we can move things around and change things on the fly. So I think they're trying to figure out right now or still trying to figure out, uh, you know, what exactly this, this team is going to look like. 
um, but they have options, which is great. And I think, uh, and just I'm excited to see what uh, they're able to pull off in 2021. I think everybody uh, is already, you know, throwing around the whole cup thing. But you know, let's 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 play game one first, guys, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, get, get a few points. Yeah, let's get let's get some points first. Uh, no, but I'm excited to see what what else is coming. Uh, you know, uh, with with players and, and everything like that. One thing that I did want to kind of to bring it back to the you know to supporters, Steve. We recently had the Independent Supporters Council meetings. Uh, what was the official name for that? It's the Independent Supporters Council um, su- Supporter Summit. I believe summit. it is the Supporter Summit. And can you kind of tell us a little bit of what that entails and what it is? Obviously, this year was a little different, but what is the kind of the goal of of the summit? Yeah. So I see every year typically. Um, they host some somewhere in the country, so it rotates between West, Central, and East. Um, this past year is supposed to be Portland, hosted by the Rose City Riveters, um, but obviously pandemic. So next year's, uh, they're hosting the same uh, same city, same supporters. They held that over, um, but typically it's like you know get together IC representatives, which we are a member of. Uh, we get two representatives, which is myself and Mr. Steck. Um, that was a it was a default. Sorry, it is a it's it's a way to connect with other supporters within around the country, um, kind of a way to be a conglomerate and share ideas. Um, ultimately, you know, there's rivalries and all that stuff, but there's no sense in uh, why wouldn't you ride on the shoulders of giants to lift yourself up, right? Like we are a very very young supporters group, and yes, we did a big tifo, and I have done other tifos for American Outlaws and stuff like that, but there's no sense in saying hey you know, Sounders, um, supporters group, Gorilla FC. Why have, you know, what have you guys done for, for TIFOs in the, in, in the past? Let, let, let's pick your brain or LAFC 3252. Like, what are you guys doing for memberships? Like there's a lot to be had about growing supporter culture around the country. And there's, you know, there's, you shouldn't hold that to yourself. You should share those ideas. Um, I shared a couple ideas that I think people picked up on for what we have done with locals. Um, regarding the, you know, very first year, how we offered three scarves, you know, it, number one, it gave our members, you guys, an option to pick and be invested. Number two, it gave us variety in our section. I mean, yeah, we had one game, but what would have been the very first year, if we, if we only gave you guys one scarf, we would have all had the same scarf, right? Like it gave everybody the chance to represent something different and what you really wanted. So um, while it was a lot more work for myself, the city and of angels I say more so Drew, so it's Drew, um, and Eileen, and Travis, shout out to both of those people. Um, a lot of work. There was, and now, Joseph we took Sacker. that on because it, we felt it was more important to our members. So like, IC is very important. They also have a lot of contact with uh, the representatives because they represent so many different groups. So they're very important with uh, USL corporate. So the USL as a, as a company, um, especially now with the USL Players, Players Association and um, the CBA that is supposedly about to be signed um, just from public oh, information. Things are getting closer and closer and closer to actually being signed and playing. Um, so there's a lot to be said there, right? Because they represent a lot of people. They've been integral with MLS, MLS Players Association um, with that CBA. Um when, American soccer supporters in general. I mean, it's really it's a lot about driving forward social sure. causes too that we all I think agree on and say, hey, we uniformly it, it makes it more powerful 
to where if you are a couple union or a couple supporters group in a city, for instance, uh, or even, you know, just supporters groups disparately to have a union that can kind of benefactor both of us simultaneously, right? Yeah. Like that it gives us a chance to say, hey, there's this common body between us and Phoenix, for instance, where Steve is now. Right. We travel there and say, hey, we have have common language we have common values we have things we agree about and even though we may not fully agree on possibly elements of you know what makes a good taco or a good ipa um you know we do agree on uh, a lot of elements of, of yeah. what we think makes a great supporters culture or what makes soccer great in the united states so and that's, i think that's, that's the cool part of it is just seeing a lot of those ideas and even just simple stuff like is this drum a good price is this and just having those people to lead yeah. on when you have you know, uh, uh, hundreds of other people in the United States doing the same thing we're doing just gives the you that perspective or gives you an idea of where they might have fallen down or had issues before, too. And the point is, like, we haven't, I mean, we as San Diego Loyal supporters and the locals, like, we haven't developed tr a true rival yet. I mean, because of the totally. weird year we had, like, but it's safe to say that, you know, going to MLS, Portland and Seattle are rivals, right? Like, there's no doubt that those are the two rivals, but. In these it's ISC meetings and in, yeah. in ISC discussions, it goes beyond that, right? It's like, oh, yeah, they do this, and that's a cool thing, right? Like the leaders of Portland Timbers and the leaders of Gorilla FC, which is the Sounder supporters group, like they don't, you know, they don't hate each other. Like, yeah, they see each other as rivals, and yes, they see their teams as rivals, and maybe that the everyday supporters see, see each other as rivals, but they don't. You know, they respect each other. There's a respect they there. They for each other's supporter space beyond, in each other's stadiums. Oh, yeah. It goes beyond there, that. And there's there's a lot to be said about that. So before we move on and before this becomes an old topic, um, in the um, USL-specific breakout group, um, USLPA presented to us, myself, um, there were a couple of representatives from New Mexico United, um, Indy 11, um, Phoenix Rising, uh, Red Fury was there, Um I'm sorry if if you're listening and I'm leaving you out, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see their conglomerate and how they formed. It was, it, you know, USL. These players aren't MLS level MLS level salaries, but they're fighting for equality across the league, right? They're fighting for let's standardize what we require for pitch standards. Let's standardize what we require for travel standards. Like it seems kind of basic, but it's not, and and it's not. It, it's something that we hold. I think. Um, Different. I mean, we're new to this league, right? But we have an owner that cares, players, but there are many owners across this league that don't care. And and they're mm -hmm. forcing their players and, and teams to stay at Motel 6s and take commercial flights that are full and, and or buses that are 12 hours, right? Like they're trying to standardize this and fight for it because these players should unionize. They should care about each other and they should fight for what's right, right? Like – we go to these games and we pay, we want to pay 10 bucks a game, but we also care about these players as people. And if we're going to fight, if, if we're going to fight for them on the pitch, we're also, we should also fight for them off the pitch because they're giving their all when they're on and what, what they're under contract for. So we should also support them in the same way. So it was pretty cool to, to meet those guys and, and uh, kind of relate to them. And I, I look forward to more conversations and more meetings with, USLPA and with ISC, the board there. Um, I can't say enough about how much work they put in at the ISC yeah. board for this Incredible. because normally under a normal year, you know, it's a weekend. It's like a Thursday, Thursday night social yeah. through Sunday afternoon kind of thing. And this was two weeks of, you know, 
digital, you know, remote meetings and remote. It just, it was a ton of work. So shouts to so when you missed one, you felt like you were missing out. Like you were missing yeah. a whole, like, why, why am I not there? Like, so it was really, right. really well done in terms of the content and they made totally. it available to everybody on YouTube. So there, there is a chance for everybody to kind of absorb this content, even yeah. if you're not in our position and you want to start a sports group or you want to do whatever, uh, you know, you, you have them as a resource to give you a lot of blueprints of how to do that and how to do it well. So it's, it, they're great people and just incredible um, you know, as, as a group for us as a resource, but I think as Steve's saying generally just as a, a lighthouse in American soccer, as I like to say, and make things lighthouses for, for different uh, movements. They're definitely a movement for us as supporters and, and people like us. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I, I mean, I don't know where to go from that. It, it, that's great. I mean, is there, we're getting close to the one hour mark you guys. And uh, I, I knew it. I knew we were going to be able to fill in a whole hour. <laughs> Especially with Tom here, Tom. No, it's so good to to hear, uh, you know, kind of your story and, and get to know you. And I know we we made it kind of difficult for you and give you a hard time, uh, you know, to get you on and took long, way longer than it probably should have. Um, but we'll we'll have you on again hopefully soon. And we can talk uh, a bit more. I know there's a, uh, you know, we'll keep talking about, uh, you know, Everton and I guess uh, and whatever else you want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> maybe not too much, but. <laughs> uh no but it's it's very important for everybody to know that it, being a part of isc is is not uh, uh it's not a small thing it's a really big thing and it's really yeah. important for us even in our infancy to be a part of such a good group of people because as Probably. steve explained thoroughly already you know you you have to learn from those that have already gone through it for us to get to the level that i know that we can get to that we all know we we should get to uh, you have to just you have to have those conversations with people that have been there um and it's cool to see that yeah there's you know right now you mentioned that we don't have a rivalry but there i mean you're kind of standing in rival grounds right now steve and that's what i've been told uh steven phoenix so uh, uh if anybody if anybody in arizona you know sees any sort of like orange and green you know taggings on walls uh, especially surrounding uh, a stadium where a certain team plays. It wasn't us. Um, just want to make sure to throw that out there um, just in case, um, you know, got to watch. Steve's Steve might back. have a long lens camera of mine that I sent him out there with for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> he doesn't even know about it until right now when I'm talking about it. He said he's kind of near the training ground. So No, but what Jerry yeah. said, you know, it wasn't me. No way. No way. <laughs> him and Shaggy. So <laughs> before we before we go, let's uh let's give our uh, kind of like final thoughts. Uh next week hopefully we will uh do another one of these. It's been kind of weird, but we are looking at having now and and starting to have more uh events where you can participate. All of you that are listening right now will be able to be a part of it. Uh, we're still figuring that out. It looks like Thursday is the day that everybody kind of is available. That's the date we put out a poll, and Thursday seems to be the day that most people uh, seem to have some time. So look out for some information in your mailbox as soon if you're members. Um, if you're not, you will you should get some uh, some info as well just through our social media channel, so make sure you follow that. Uh, Tom, man, any final thoughts from you before we call it a night? Uh, no, I just thank you guys for having me on figured it was just going to be a running joke for a couple more months until you until you bit the bullet but happy to be here happy to get this done yeah no i'm just number one in our bullpen man yeah Yeah, first guy up first guy i'm just glad we were able to kill that joke uh 
<laughs> Drew <laughs> making a immediately dated score prediction. What was that? Oh, God. making an immediately dated score prediction. That's why I wore this jersey. I actually ran downstairs. Oh, you're doing Spurs Everton already? Wow. All right. Wow. It can be immediately dated. Literally, like the second this comes out, we'll probably be like one more thing. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think Tom heard Jared, you. Tonight. Drew, what did you ask? God. Him? Prediction. Score for the FA Cup: Spurs Everton. Oh, God. So I would say two one Everton in extra time because Spurs will just find a way to capitulate. Oh, see, I was going to go. I was going to go the opposite, same score, two one Spurs because it's just Ooh. classic Everton. Yeah, it's classic. Wow. Classic Spurs. You got classic on both sides. Wow. Who knows yeah, who's going to screw up more? Like the problem, <laughs> the problem is Kane's coming back, but he's off an injury, and like, does he get injured again? And like that, that could happen thirty minutes in because it's all you know, world of horrors for Spurs. So we don't, we don't have a couple of cups. Something always happens to us. Same with Everton. So it's like this op. It's like uh, unmovable force, uh, like unstoppable object or whatever. Right. It's one of those. Right. Yeah. And it's just. I mean, we don't have a goalie, so <laughs> just put it on net. Olsen's going to slip. We have a drunk Frenchman, so yeah, it's, it is what it is. Steve, final thoughts. Let's move on, guys. We're trying, <laughs> trying to close this out. Come on, Steve. Immediately dated. By the time yeah. you're listening to us, we're both wrong. Steve. <laughs> Uh, my final thoughts are I, I am looking forward to what Jerry was, was talking about before. Um, some kind of interaction, uh, you know, online event with our members, you guys. Um, we are looking for uh, more engagement. So we want to hear from you guys. We want to be more interactive with you guys in our yeah. own way um, that we can. So look forward to that. Look forward to more information on memberships coming up. Um, I will drop a tiny hint that the scarf design is done. Shouts to Travis Peterson. It is incredible as fully expected. And um, so uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Lots It'd of be scarf. weird if we had somebody else design the scarf, right? That yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> but, really um, it's awesome. No, it's, it's amazing. It's incredible as usual. He's just yeah. not. I saw something. Another thing he did. Shout out to him for uh, Potter Tubbs logo. A new podcast yeah. name, but they uh, got a new logo for. I saw I saw the logo, and before I even looked at the fine print, I was like, "That's a Travis logo." I knew it was. Well, Travis. and and like, Tom, yeah. you know John Gennaro pretty good, right? Uh yeah, pretty. Uh, I wouldn't say Saint. pretty well, but I learned that he went to Saints watching a, when we were watching oh. the Padres playoff game. Yeah. Um, but I know him, eh? Decent. Played one year, cool. one season of soccer, and just we've stayed connected here. All oh, right, cool, good guy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We should, we'll get him in the section podcasting from the locals at some point uh, as Lord <laughs> Podcast himself uh, to, to bestow our podcast uh, with, with good record. But uh, as Steve said, I think the ISC thing and the, uh, the, the getting more people just to kind of talk and congregate the way we would normally um, at bars or uh, breweries, we can't do. It's just something that's impossible right now to do in, at scale or do in a way that's responsible. So trying to simulate that in a way that feels... Uh, authentic will be pretty cool uh, to see what we're rolling out here. So stay tuned to Jerry in our YouTube page. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. So I will, I will, I will finally throw to Jerry for your final thoughts and then please close this out. No, that was enough final thoughts for me. I'm as a matter of fact, never going to ask you guys for final thoughts ever again, or I'm going to do it halfway (laughs) through the show so that we can get through them all. Uh, just, just to make sure. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, that's it. That's gonna do it for us. Thank you, guys, all for listening, for hanging out. Uh, if you enjoy it, of course, please leave us a rating and review. It helps us. 
with visibility and stuff like that and, and get the word out about the, the supporters group, which is really important. And uh, we want to make sure we bring in uh, more people and, and show them what we're building here uh, all together. So excited to talk to you all again very soon, hopefully. Uh, if you don't like this podcast, don't please don't review. Uh, come tell me what you don't like. Um, and then I'll go back and tell uh, Drew. Um, so with that being said, I <laughs> love you guys. Uh, for Mr. Drew Stack, for Mr. Stephen Phoenix, and for Tom Blick, my name is Jerry Jimenez. Bye-bye. <laughs>